What's good, people? It's your man CJ Williams from Coachless Theory. For this video, we will be ranking the eight albums from Brick City's own Redman. Note, this list will not include any of his collaboration albums or group projects, and will only include full-length LPs from Funk Dr. Spock. Be sure to hit that like button if you're feeling the content, subscribe to Coachless Theory, and hit that super thanks button to keep the lights on. Without further ado, let's get to the list. Number eight, Redman Presents, Reggie. Redman's 18-year tenure with Def Jam came to an end with his seventh studio album. Regrettably, it is our least likable out of his impressive catalog. Originally titled Reggie Noble Zero Nine and a Half, this album that dropped in 2010 fell completely flat and didn't align with some of his previous works that he had dropped several years prior. That's not to say that the album was all the way mediocre as there are a few glimpses of vintage Redman located on the record. Highlights include the single Rockin' With The Best with Cool Mo D and the final track Tiger Style Crane. The lead single Def Jammable unfortunately goes down as one of the worst Redman songs to date. He still continues to deliver his humorous but lyrical style on this album, however it didn't hit as strong as his other projects and the album could be classified as Red's first real miss. Number 7, Mudface. Five years after the disappointing Reggie album, Redman returned to the recording booth with a solid effort entitled Mudface in 2015. The record had bright moments where Redman really sounded like one of the MCs that had taken over the Jersey rap scene in the early to late 90s. Case in point, the single Nigga Like Me was dope, and other standouts like Let It Go and Bars were tough as well. However, the best song on the album would come in the form of Dope Man, a creative storytelling joint paying homage to the NWA song of the same name. Redman compares the use of selling drugs to selling music and substitutes marijuana using metaphors and lyricism. The main issue with this record is that it feels more like an EP and less like an album. The 13-track project clocks in at only about 35 minutes. It would chart poorly, peaking at number 147 on the Billboard 200, but number 13 on the top R&B and hip-hop albums charts. The album was an impressive return, but expectations were higher than what we received. Now, in addition to solo projects, Red also has two collab albums with Wu-Tang member Method Man. The two friends not only collabed on Wax, but in movies as well with How High. My question today, which collab joint did you rock with the most? Blackout? Blackout 2? And we can even throw in the How High soundtrack, because that's kind of a collab of sorts. Let us know in the comments. Number six, Male Practice. After dropping a successful collaboration album with partner in rhyme to Cal, aka Method the Man in 99, Redman released his fifth studio album two years later in 01. The album was overwhelming, filled with too many skits and guest appearances. The record was also entirely produced by mentor and half of legendary group EPMD, Eric Sermon. Malpractice did have bangers for singles as Let's Get Dirty featuring DJ Cool and Smash Something both go hard. However, is it us or when it comes to the features, some of them seem to outdo Redman on his own project. For example, Scarface and Tretch kill both of their verses on real niggas, Missy stole the show on that bitch, and Method Man and Socrates both did their thing on Enjoy the Ride. There are some portions of the album where Redman completely sounds uninspired and out of his element like Uh-Huh, Dogs 2 with DMX, and his fifth installment in the famous Superman Lover series. Despite this, the album would do well on Billboard, peaking at number four and selling 148,000 copies its first week. This album was all right, just not Redman at his best. Number five, Red Gone Wild, The Album. Dropping nearly six years after Malpractice, this album was a mixed bag. A little of this, a little of that. There's some Dirty South influences present, and Redman even features West Coast legend Snoop Dogg and the late Chorus King Nate Dogg 
on Mary Jane. The album was the first to receive less involvement from Eric Sermon, as he only produced three out of the 23 records, and featured once on Walk In Gutter with fellow Def Squad member Keith Murray. The first and only single, Put It Down, produced by Timberland, is a banger that could be blasted out of your car stereos any day of the week. Redman doesn't seem to lose grip on his style as he continues with his witty punchlines and humorous flow. The sixth installment in the Superman Lover series is easily a step up from the one before, and the album isn't littered with too many skits. Overall, if this album were given a final grade, we give it a B. Number four, Doc's The Name, 2000. After dropping three critically acclaimed albums, expectations were sky high for Redman's fourth project, Doc's The Name, 2000. Did he meet them? Eh, we'd say he did. The album dropping in December of 1998 was an absolute success. The lead single, I'll Be That, is one of Redman's most recognized songs of all time and is easily a standout on the album. The other singles, The Goodness with Foe Turned Friend, Busta Rhymes, and Let the Monkey Out were stellar as well. This album isn't all about the singles though, as tracks like D.O.G.S., Down South Funk with Def Squad, and Brick City Mashin' were all solid. As stated earlier, this album was an absolute success, peaking at number 11 on the Billboard 200 and selling over a million copies. Proof that Redman felt no pressure from the expectations stacked on him, giving the fans exactly what they asked for. Before we get to the top three, New Jersey has a low-key rich history in hip-hop. Leave us a comment and let us know who are your favorite artists from Brick City. Also, hit that like and subscribe bell for more cultureless theory content. We'd appreciate it. Back to the list. Number three, Dare is a Dark Side. Redman once stated in an interview with Vibe Magazine that this album was made during a dark time in his life, so much so he doesn't even perform songs off this record. It was, it's just that I never play that album. Like even when I do shows, I, I, I don't do any songs off that album. Which is shocking because his album was extremely underrated. Dropping two years after his debut album, the 20-track effort is produced entirely by Redman himself, with production credit also given to longtime collaborators Rockwilder and, of course, Eric Sermon. The singles Rockefeller and Can't Wait were solid, but joints on the album that caught on include Journey Through the Dark Side, Neurotic, Green Island, Superman Lover 2, and We Run New York with Hurricane G. The cover art pays homage to the Parliament Funkadelic's 1973 album cover, Maggot Brain. This makes sense as nearly every track contains a funk sample to complement the head-bobbing beats. Although it's not Redman's favorite album and may not be considered a classic, it still stands out as the sleeper catalog in this project. Number two, what? The album. The critically acclaimed debut album from the Brick City MC introduced fans to Reggie Noble, aka Redman. This is one of those albums that doesn't seem to carry any skippable songs, as every track on the album is enjoyable. The three singles, Blow Your Mind, Time For Some Action, and the standout Tonight's The Night were undoubtedly hits. There are other highlights on the album, such as Rated R, Hardcore, How to Roll a Blunt, and the first installment of the Superman Lover series. The album was produced jointly by Eric Sermon and Redman himself, as there were hardly any features, and Red was able to drive the 21-track album into the right direction by himself. The critically acclaimed Gold album was included in the Hip Hop Bible's Source Magazine's 100 Best Albums list. All in all, this album is arguably considered Redman's best work, but it wasn't on the same caliber as the next album on this list. Number one, Muddy Waters. Redman's third album released in 1996 is undoubtedly his best work. Some of his strongest lyricism, metaphors, and punchlines appear on this record, and the production, mostly handled by Eric Sermon, is top notch. Some of the singles on this album you might remember include Pick It Up and Whatever Man. 
there. Besides those songs, the album is littered with heat. Tracks like Rock the Spot, On Fire, Smoke Buddha, and The Ill Out, a posse cut featuring Death Squad or Fire. Also, his third installment in the Superman Lover series is arguably the best one. The album could literally be played from start to finish. Hell, even the skits are worth listening to. Muddy Waters might not have gone platinum like the album that succeeded it. Red Man is his most polished and inspired here. Muddy Waters is a certified classic and one that helped put this Jersey MC on the rap map. That's it for our ranking today. Let us know, did we get it right and who we should rank next? Make sure you hit that like button and subscribe so you don't miss a list. I'm your man, CJ Williams. I'll see you the next time. I'm out.